Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 492, recorded live on Christmas Eve, Saturday, December 24th, 2016. And here are your hosts, the man who's not trying to die today while recording, Dave Pillay. Uh, am I ever? And the man who's trying not to get distracted by NORAD's Santa Tracker, Andy Lowe. Hi. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. Are, are... Is, is the Santa Tracker running? Yes, the Santa Tracker is running. Currently, NORAD is tracking Santa heading for <laughs> Russia in 20 seconds. Okay. So far, there have been, uh, looks like, 2.1 billion gifts delivered. I see. He's been slowly working his way uh, across country or across the world. Yep. <clears throat> now, when you use the phrase "not trying to die," yes, did you actually mean trying to not die? And who is trying not to die? The man who is trying not to die while recording. That's that's better because what, what you had said is not trying to die, <laughs> which is it, it's a slightly different context, right? No, he's stating not that. trying to die implies that there are times when I am trying to die. <laughs> Yes, he is correcting my grammar. Of course, I'm correcting Andy's grammar. <laughs> Kate says if your throat hurts, you shouldn't be talking like that. You should be saving your energy for other, you know, more important things. There's nothing more important. Than trying to correct my grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Speaking of more important things, how are the bowl games going? Well, Eastern lost. They played uh, yesterday. really surprised. Yeah. There was, there was hope. But, you know, this is the first bowl game they went to since 1987, so... Yeah. Step forward. Oh, excuse me. How's it looking with um, uh, Western and Wisconsin? Let's see what the odds currently have them at. Sports odds for football. 24, 26, 27, 29, 31, blah, blah, blah. Two. Western Michigan, Wisconsin. Uh, Let's see. Everybody has Wisconsin as an eight, seven and a half, eight point favorite. Okay. Yeah. Seven and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half, eight, eight, seven and a half, eight, eight, eight and a half. Wow. Mm-hmm. Western doesn't really stand much of a chance, huh? Well, I will be working that day, so I'm not sure. I will have that day off. But I probably should be <laughs> around the the home area. In case there's an issue, yeah, with the uh, with the game, yeah, just in case like one of the transmitters goes down. Well, no, it's just because uh, we had that humongous problem trying to connect to the Bahamas last year for the bowl game. That, oh, is know. it in the Bahamas? No, no, that was last year. Where, last like, year was okay. But, Eastern was actually so, playing in the Bahamas this year. Ooh, good for Eastern. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those Where things. Like you lost your bowl game, but you're going to spend Christmas in the Bahamas. Hmm. Well. But you're also spending Christmas not with your family. That is also true. Unless your family got out to the Bahamas to watch you play football. Very true. So what's the next big college sports? That's March Madness, right? Yep. Okay. So I guess I could have to start like paying attention to basketball. Well, it's Ugh. well, you have the Super Bowl and then you have March Madness. Okay. Super Bowl, eh? Yeah. Well, that's remember when they when they did the whole digital TV transition. <laughs> they Vaguely. picked a, they they picked a date between uh they picked a date in like February, which was the birthday of the patron saint of television. Okay, <laughs> and so I asked some of the guys like, why'd you pick that day? It was just be, you know because you know patron saint of television or something like that. And they're like, no, we just needed a significant date between uh Super Bowl and March Madness. Ah, uh, 
Looks like uh, Minnesota is playing Green Bay right now. Oh, in football? <coughs> hmm? In football? Yeah. What time is no, not, not football. In football. Lions playing today? I don't know. Doesn't look like it. No, it's probably tomorrow. Yeah, it's odd that there are so many games on a Saturday, but I guess it's Christmas tomorrow, isn't it? Yep. All right, well, it's also Hanukkah tomorrow. It's Hanukkah tonight. Mm-hmm. Lions are playing on Monday. Monday night okay. football against the Cowboys. Ooh, that's going to hurt. A little bit. Ooh, I should try and make latkes tonight. No, I could go for some potato pancakes. Yeah? I think we actually have a potato pancake mix in our uh, cupboard. Andy, what? no mixes. I'm sorry. I don't know how to make them from scratch. If I make potatoes from scratch, you they're going to turn out to be hash browns. I mean, that's, that's essentially what they are. You shred the potato, you strain it, you mix it with a little bit of egg, and then you fry it. That is a latka. Which just sounds like, you know, hash browns. Okay. I had matzo ball soup earlier this week, also from a mix. God damn it. <laughs> oh, dang it. Dang it, Dave, you got me sick over the internet. <coughs> All right. It's going to be the episode full of coughing fits. Uh, we should probably hit some topics at some point, right? I, I do I believe figured, so. I figured since I was correcting your grammar, we should go through the, all the old staples. And so I started talking about sports. And then oh, we talked we, about food. We are talking about food, right? Because yeah. I'm looking at latkes and thinking about how we... What do I need to do? I need to go grocery shopping today, evidently, so I can get stuff for latkes. <laughs> yeah, we need to go grocery shopping for the... Stuff that we need to bring for Christmas dinner. But, you know, that's what Myers is for because it's Christmas Eve and Myers is going to be open. Yay, Meyer. They're mm-hmm. closed tomorrow, though, right? Yes. Like, that's the one day of the year they close. Yes, they used to close on, <laughs> thanks, uh, like, the evening of Thanksgiving. I'm not sure if they still do or not. Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah, but they, they close Christmas Day. So, should get our stuff now while we have a chance. A puppy just came and joined me in the room. Hopefully it's yours. It, it is indeed mine. Okay. He's also not really a puppy, but he's... No. What, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like going under my chair. This is a 70-pound dog. He is not a small dog, and he's going under my chair. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. So, topics. Yes. What do we got? Well, since it's holiday season, let's start with the secret Santa. All right. Have you? Do you often do secret Santas? Uh, I used to do the Penny Arcade secret Santa. Okay. Beyond that, no. We do one at work. It's often fun, uh, but people get a little crazy in the, like, subterfuge. Because uh, the math behind Secret Santa is also really weird, of making it so that no one has an advantage in figuring out who their person is. It is actually surprisingly difficult to organize that. So we just use a piece of software. Anyway, uh, lots of Secret Santa things online, right? Reddit does yes. a huge international Secret Santa exchange, and someone got Bill Gates as their Secret Santa. Yep, I'm looking at his list right now of what he got him. Wow. It's a lot of Zelda and Halo. <coughs> oh, and he got an Xbox. Oh, she. Yep, she. Yes. Uh, and and she got a little picture frame with bead art on it, which is awesome, and made it a, a post in the uh, bead sprite subreddit going, guys, guys, Bill Gates got someone bead sprites for Christmas. <laughs> um, but, you know, not everyone gets Bill Gates. Yeah, no. Sometimes you, you get just, you know, a gift. It might not be what you wanted, but it's a gift. Yeah. 
but in the spirit of Secret Santa, you you aren't supposed to be upset at that, right? You're no. like, okay, this is this is fine. Um, someone in Eve, when Eve did a Secret Santa event, okay, was upset because he got a skin for a ship that he doesn't use, and so. Another player organized an event where every uh, essentially they they put bounties out for an order. They placed orders for this guy and had him delivered coal. (laughs) Secret Santa complainer has been sent over 6,000 units. Oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) jeez. Of carbon because they don't have coal in the game. Yeah, but it's about as close as you can get. Yeah. So, not really divine retribution, but retribution of a sorts. I thought it was kind of cute. <coughs> and yeah. very thematically appropriate to use the market to, like, bitch out the guy who's bitching. <laughs> You're unhappy? Well, here, have some carbon. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that, like, overloads his inventory system, because that would be hilarious. I doubt it. 6,000 is not much. No. But if it's 6,000 individual cent pieces... It's still not that much. Eh. It's a computer, Andy. True. Well, How many thinking... rows in a spreadsheet does it take to max out a spreadsheet? Uh, 32,000. Pretty sure it's more than that. No, a number of rows in an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah. Um, Excel specifications and limits. Oh, sorry, no. That's way off 1,048,576 rows. I was thinking more of like the columns, because columns is only 16,000. So I knew one Mm -hmm. of them was really low. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay, here we go. It's the old number. Starting in Excel 2007, the max rows jumped up to a million. Before, in 2003, it was 65,000. You can, however, only have 66,000 hyperlinks in a worksheet. (laughs) Why would you have... Well, if each row is a link... Yeah, that's true. Numbers are only allowed to be uh, precise to 15 digits. You're only allowed to have 64,000 unique cell formats. Mm Mm-hmm. You can only nest a function 64 times. <laughs> These are great. Oh, I just love this. The non-contiguous cells that can be selected. 2 billion. 2 billion, 147 million, 483,648. Non-continuous cells that can be selected. What are you doing there? <laughs> you have to select up to 2 I billion cells. I couldn't even begin to tell you. That's a lot of cells. Mm-hmm. <coughs> So anyway, no, 6,000 is not going to mess up any sort of system. I didn't see an update on this. This was a, like a week ago. I wonder if there's what any new news about it. About? The Secret Santa coal. I don't know. Mm, doesn't look like it. All the news posts about it are from like the last, are from that week. Mm, hold on, I'm looking at the Reddit thread. Sorted by new. He also earned himself his own page in our wiki. Nice. He's been perma-banned from almost every single server because of shit that he's pulled. Wow. That's funny. Well, speaking of video games, we have some video game topics on here. Yeah, sure. Let's hit them. All right. Well, Steam <coughs> sale is going on right now. Yes. Which oh, I have not bought anything. No? No, not yet. Normally, I, I just that, look. I, I look no, you're at. Going, you're, hmm? you're, you're starting at the top of your list and going down. So I know there's stuff that like you have lots of games. Yes, uh, three hundred and fifty-seven to be exact. Are there games that you want? Well, what I do is I look for the single-player games that have trading cards and then sort by lowest price. Ah. 
So, you know, I the lowest price now for the games used to be a lot cheaper, but now they've put them at a minimum of 50 cents. Okay. So I'm thinking, you know, could easily knock out, you know, 20 games for 10 bucks. Yeah. And then do what with the cards? Like Either just to resell them or what? Resell them or trade them or that sort of thing. Okay. That'll just be interesting to see what the uh, what the games are like. Because it's 50 cents for a game. If, it, if it's not great, oh no. Yep. And who knows? Maybe you'll find something that's actually worth it in there. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, well, let's just see what some of these games are like. Bit Blaster XL. Arcade Bullet Hell with random mechanics. Probably not. Casual arcade, arcade style Metrovania platformer. There's poop in my soup. Gross. You, what the f- this is the, what type of you're literally trying to poop on people i kid you not that's the game okay well then <laughs> <coughs> and my boss owns this game already <laughs> it's literally i have two friends already own this game one of them is my boss that's amusing so are there are there things on i don't know like there's a sale yes. we're not surprised we knew it was coming nope there's uh it's not really anything meta going on outside of voting for the Steam Awards. Yep, where you have to log in each day to vote. Yep. Today is the test of time vote. Yeah, did I? Okay, good. I vote. I voted for yesterday's award. Today's award. Ooh, test of time. Team Fortress 2, Civ 5, Skyrim, Terraria, or Age of Empires 2. Civ 5 has been replaced by Civ 6. Skyrim will be replaced by Elder Scrolls 6. Team Fortress 2, no one plays it anymore because there are other games now like Overwatch. Age of Empires 2 is a it's a good candidate, and I'd say Terraria is a good candidate as well. I don't think the first three of them stand the test of time. Maybe Team Fortress, but... That's what I was thinking. Team Fortress came out with the orange box, right? Yep. And a lot of people still play it. To the or- Team Fortress 2 came out in 2007. And when did Civ 5 come out? Because it was around the same time. Civ 5 release date. 2010. Okay. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm going to vote for Team Fortress 2 because there are still... But does it stand the test of time? In another 10 years, would you be able to go back and play Team Fortress 2? Well, it's already been, you know... 10 years. Yeah. Right. It's already been 10 years, and there are still how many people playing Team Fortress 2? I don't even know. A lot. But, like, it, it did just get beat for a lot of awards by Overwatch. True. I just want gameplay stats of how many people are... And oh, I don't care about achievements because there's freaking a million of them. I'm trying to find who's playing what right now? Yeah. <coughs> Is that in the stats on the store? I expect. Team Fortress 2, right now as we speak... 64,994 people are playing it as we speak right now. That's a lot of people. Yeah, just in case you're wondering. I I cannot control your vote. I know. vote for what you think you should vote for. Just in case you're also wondering, 38,000 people are playing Civ 5 right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's it. Where is the the link for that? If you go to the store tab and you go down to stats. I'm looking for stats. I see recommended. I see discovery queues, browse categories. Well, no, if you're in Steam. Oh, so you don't go to the store. You go to the menu item for store. Yes. Okay, cool. Feel me to send you the actual page URL. I'm I'm good. Oh, that's pretty simple. (laughs) Steampower.com slash stats. Oh, well, (laughs) that's... I will point out there are 24,000 people playing Terraria right now as well. Also true, yes. And when you compare the budgets that went into those games... Yes, but I'm just saying, like, Terraria came out a year after Civ Five. Okay. Well, I put my vote in. Good. 
Okay. So, um, speaking of Valve, though, uh, they have just been fined $3 million. Whoa, that's a lot of money. Yep. What did they do? Um, okay, see. Valve Corporation has been hit with a $3 million fine after the Federal Court of Australia found its online game site Steam breached Australian consumer laws. Okay. The court imposed the maximum fine requested by Australia's competition regulator because of Valve's disregard for Australian law. So, because... So they violated Australian law. Yes. They got a $3 million fine. Yes, yeah. Valve's general counsel told the court the company did not obtain legal advice when it's set up in Australia and did not check its obligations until the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission got involved in April 2014. It only provided staff verbal instructions. Oops. This lack of interest in Australian laws and lack of cooperation encouraged the justice to impose a penalty 12 times more than Valve Corporation suggested that it pay. Oops. Okay, so yeah, the court... When, when, you've, when you set up internationally, you, you do need to pay attention to international law. Yes. That's definitely true. So this, this, was, this was the amount of fine that they had to pay. And they said, you know, we're, we're giving you the maximum fine because you guys are jerks. But the, the actual law that they broke was, uh, let's say, a court found in May that Steam's website breached Australian consumer law because it stated consumers were not entitled to a refund and had no access to minimum quality guarantees. They re- had received 21,124 tickets in the relevant period containing the word refund from consumers with Australian IP addresses. And Australian law says if you want a refund, you get it? I do believe so. <coughs> Oops. All right. Well, <laughs> Valve suggested that it pay a penalty of just two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, and they they imposed a much more significant fine. Yeah, they said that that no. penalty was not even a real cost of doing business; it would barely be noticed. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. No, that's right <laughs> off the bat. Is if you're going to work international, you kind of got to pay attention to international. Sometimes, yes, the international laws are dumb. Right. There's how many times, you know, people can't, you know, I think the, the television industry in Russia is just like everybody knows that, you know, the licensing rights for Russia is completely corrupted. It's just everybody doing favors, everybody bribing everybody else, that sort of thing. But it's the cost of doing business in that country. Yes, you could probably try and change it, but if you but can't it would do that... a massive effort. Yeah, it would be a massive effort. If you can't change it, you gotta join them. And Valve didn't, and now they have to pay $3 million. Which, in, in all reality, for Valve, probably is not that much. Probably not, no. I mean, it's it's certainly a it, it's a slap on the wrist. Yes, but it's not going to be like, oh man, three million dollars. Oh, where are we ever going to get that money? Well, speaking of video games and money, we can move on to another topic. Sure. All right, Dave. Without looking at the topic, unless you've already looked at it. <coughs> oh, I don't know which topic. Can it you is. guess? I don't know if I've looked. The worldwide revenue for the game industry in 2016. 2016, worldwide reported revenue. Yes. Now this is, revenue is just money coming in. Yes. Right? It is not profit. profit. No, this is just so money coming in. Pure revenue. Yes, going from for consumers. 2016? For 2016, yes. I'm going to ballpark it with, uh, God, oh, I have no idea. I have no basis for this number whatsoever. I know that it is... In the billions, you are correct. It is in the billions. What can I can I ask? A, can I ask some questions. Sure. How much was the revenue for the movie industry in 2016? Ooh, that's an excellent question. Industry revenue. 
Um, I can tell you um, TV and video revenue. Was... I'm on the same page. You're okay. in Statista.com. Yep. Okay. Uh, global blo- global cool. box office revenue was $40 billion. Yes. I'll put video games at half that, $20 billion. Higher. $30 billion. Let's just say higher. More than... It's more than the movie industry doubled. More than the box office or more than the, like... More than the box office doubled. $80 billion? Higher. What? Good Lord. How much is this? $91 (laughs) billion. Jeez. I should have known that because I should have remembered that it was bigger than box office, not smaller. Yeah. It is... $90 $90 billion? Yep. All right, click here for a larger version. Let's see this thing. So what do we have? What do we have? This is not the page that I think you're on, is it? I'm looking at the numbers, 2016 in numbers. No, yeah, no. Uh, it's literally, it says, Worldwide Gaming Revenue, $91 billion as the topic. Oh, Worldwide Game Revenue, 91 I should read our topic list. <laughs> That's why I was like, did you read it yet? If not, let's play a game. I didn't, I didn't look down that far. All right. $91 billion in revenue. Yes. That's a lot. Yep. That is an incredible amount. Almost half of that was mobile, mobile games. Yeah. Clash of Clans and Pokemon Go. And- Actually, no. The number one mobile game with $1.3 billion in revenue? Yeah. Monster Strike. Okay. I've never heard of Monster Strike. I mean, isn't that basically Clash of Clans? I don't know. Monster Strike on the Android App Store. Okay, let's see what this looks like. It's... I just, it doesn't seem right. It's like, what is this game? How how did it make 1.3 billion in revenue? But yeah, so 40 billion mobile devices, 35 billion for the PC, which included free-to-play games, which them themselves were 19 billion. I was like, how much did free-to-play games make? 19 billion. 19 billion dollars for a game that's free to play. Yes. It's not really free, is it? Nope. Yeah, 19 G's. Consoles were 6.6 billion. Esports generated about a billion. And esports has to catch up. Yeah. Well, they're they're new. Yeah. Well, and also that's the esports itself. Yes. Right? That's not the games for esports. No, no, that's just people watching esports. The amount of revenue they've generated from the advertising and the advertising um, and people going to the event and yes, selling the media sports. rights to ESPN that sort of thing. Yeah, esports itself is now a billion dollar industry. Yes. Good god. Okay. VR 2.7 <laughs> billion and gaming videos 4.4 billion. That's all the YouTube stuff. Yep. That's a lot. Yep. Uh, Free to play PC games revenue by region. Asia at 12.5 billion. Asia, Asia is just destroying the free to play PC games. Well, they're free to play. Yeah. They're not free. No. So let's be clear. They're not free to play. Yeah. Wow. That's just 90. Wow. $90 billion. Mm hmm. Oh my God. I, I, it's just. That's I know it's just crazy, isn't it? There's so much money. Yeah, a lot of uh, so the this report actually comes from a, a report by a group called Super Data. Yes, where they not only give you the data but also some analysis of it. Yes, <laughs> pointing out that like virtual reality is really cool, but uh, firms are are really like struggling with this. Yes, you have a bunch of new players who don't know what they're doing, and it's really expensive. 
Yeah, if you look at that other infographic that you're looking at earlier, yeah, they talked about 2016, the year of numbers. There are like seven major hardware launches. I'm looking at it going, okay, Xbox One S, PS4 Four, Slim, yeah. PS4 Pro, and then... Which don't count, and then four VR things. Yeah, which don't. Those aren't major launches. No, that's not a major launch. No, not at all. PlayStation VR should not count as a major hardware launch next to the PS4 Pro or PS4 Slim. That's silly. Yeah, no, it's, uh, no. God, 3,781 games approved by Steam Greenlight. Ooh. I'm looking at this infographic, and I'm I'm taking exception to it. Okay. Because there are things in here... Well, it's A, it's not really an infographic. It's a bunch of statistics that were thrown up in a, a single document. Yes. B, it does not do a good job of telling any sort of story. No, no, it doesn't. It's just like, hey, here are some numbers. Right. And and even some of these numbers are bullshit, like percentage of new IP and publisher lineups, right? Yes. Look at Activision Blizzard. New IP. Look at that. 20% of their lineup. New IP this year. Well, that's literally just one game. It's A, that's literally one game. <laughs> yeah. B, that's also true for the last five years. Yes. It's just In been fact, one new game. Probably for longer. When's the last time Blizzard came out with original IP? Was that StarCraft? I might have been StarCraft, yeah. I'm pretty sure Blizzard's last original IP was StarCraft. What about Activision, though? Activision, I feel like, you know... Because Activision is half of Activision Blizzard, right? Right, but if you talk about Activision, you talk about Activision. If you talk about Blizzard, you talk about Activision Blizzard. Okay, release date newest first, Activision Games. Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Skylanders, Ghostbusters, Skylanders, Turtles, Chivalry, Medieval Warfare, Call of Duty, Snoopy, Tony Hawk Skater, Transformers, Skylanders, Downton Abbey, Mysteries of the Manor. Hmm... Oh, it's a hidden object game. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was all excited and then hidden object game. Son of a bitch. No. Well, like, this is just a bad infographic. It's not even an infographic. This is a bad list of of just shit stats. Metacritic, the highest score was Uncharted 4, which makes Mm -hmm. sense. Lowest score, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Also makes sense. Yeah, also makes Um, sense, yeah. Yeah, this is just, this is a stupid, stupid little document. Well, let's talk about some other stats then. Television. 455 scripted TV shows aired this year. Okay. 420. <laughs> sorry, yeah, that, well, so the 455. Does that include, yes. Does that include things like um, on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Broadcast, cable, and streaming services total aired 455 scripted TV shows. Okay. Last year was 421. Let's see, The Shield launched when The Shield started. That was on FX. Let's see, when did The Shield's mm-hmm. premiere? This is, by The Shield, you mean Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, no, the, there was actually oh, a the show Shield. on FX. Fe- okay, yeah. right. Uh, the Shield, 20, what is this, 20, 20, original release, 2002? Yep, original release, 2002. Mm-hmm. In 2002, there was 182 scripted TV shows on TV. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, 135 of that was broadcasting, 17 was pay cable, 30 was basic cable. You know what I'm noticing, though, what? that they aren't pointing out in this this graph? Look at just the last two columns. Okay. What do you notice about the last two columns? 
online services have doubled, broadcast TV has gone down, pay TV has stayed pretty constant, so has basic cable. Right, which is to say everything but online services has stagnated for a year. Well, it looks like they've stagnated for a while outside of basic cable. Basic cable Mm -hmm. for the past three years looks like they've been pretty much stagnated. Well, but remember, it's it's not just the, the derivative, it's not just the curve, it's also the second derivative, right? It's the change in the change. Yeah. So all of them have been slowing their growth and now are actually starting to come down. Except for online services. Except, yeah, except for online services. Now, online services actually is probably just undergoing exactly the same thing as like basic cable went through before. Yes, back in 2002. Yeah. So, yeah, this graph looks really scary like man we have so many choices oh what terrible terrible world we live in where we have so much tv we can't watch it all oh that's so awful but even with that like it's still coming down because you look at these online services and yes you know we've got luke cage and we've got you know jessica, jessica jones. jones and i'm sitting there thinking of Daredevil all the Net- yeah uh grant i was trying to think of something that wasn't netflix <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, like, Mozart in the Jungle and Grand Tour. Those are your Amazon ones. Man in the High Castle. Oh, yeah. No, I got to I gotta finish watching that. I'm only Didn't halfway that through. that win, like, awards this year? Might have. I'm still <laughs> only, like, four episodes in. It's interesting, it. but I don't know how it's going to end. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Did you ever read the story at all or no? Nope. But, yeah, no. Yeah, broadcast TV is going down, or it's pretty much level since it's been since the past you know four or five years pay cables pretty much stayed the same for like the last six years yeah no it's just it's it's a lot of choices but all of them are online which then takes me back to my idea of we need better freaking infrastructure in this country we we need better internet access in this country yeah (laughs) our internet sucks we we need better internet access did you oh that's a topic we probably should have talked about Canada uh, made the statement that internet service is a uh, a basic need. Oh, really? Like electricity and water. So it's kind of like their own version of Title II. All right. Right. <coughs> Which, our Title II, by the way, I hope you've enjoyed having it for like a year because it's yeah. going away. Two of the FCC commissioners have said, like, as soon as Tom Wheeler is out of here, we're reversing most of the changes. Yes, because it's those two Republican... <laughs> It's the two Republican guys who were against it profusely since it began, who also have major donations from Comcast. Yep. Speaking of that, what's the current status of the reverse auction? Stage three closed. Now we're up to stage four. Stage four started on the 13th, so it's probably still going on. Let's see what it's... Auctions home, yes. That's what I want. Currently stage four, 70 things there. Uh, currently round 23, stage 24, and we're currently at 19.6 billion. Okay. Is this the the backward or the forward auction? This is the backward auction, because this is this is backward auction try number four. Right, right. They they've fucked it up. Three times already. Yep. But maybe the fourth time's the charm. Maybe the fourth time's the charm. Oh, and they're taking a break until January 3rd. Well, it's the holidays. Yeah, no, that makes sense, yes. So no news on that one until next year. <laughs> next year being a week from today. <coughs> I love it. No news on that for a year. No. 
no. Next year is around, god damn, 2017 is around the corner. I graduated from the community college 10 years ago. I graduated from Eastern nine years ago. Yep. You're right. Nope. Eight. Eight. Eight is correct. 16 minus eight is eight. Not nine. Eight. Okay. I can count. I swear. Y- are you sure? Yes. Okay. Trust in you. So what do you want to talk about now, Dave? You got some topics on here that you want to talk about? Um, so tomorrow I get to see Re- uh, Rogue One. Gotcha. I still have not seen it yet. <coughs> I'm excited. Hoping it's it's good. I've heard good things about it. But as part of that development process, uh, Gareth Edwards, the, the director, went to Lucasfilm. And a, a person at Lucasfilm mentioned something about having a 4K restoration of A New Hope. Well, that would be nice. So somewhere in the vaults at Lucasfilm are a 4K restoration of A New Hope. That that would be interesting to see if they release that on DVD. If they, but you know, I have a feeling it's the the George Lucas fingers Special in the pie edition. version of it. It might be. It might be. Uh, they didn't say is the thing. Yeah. But even if it was, would that be worth it? Going to see it in 4K? Yeah. I don't know. How do you like digital up conversion? <laughs> uh, it can be okay. My TV does it automatically. I don't know. It's. I, I'm just wondering how grainy and how digitized it's going to look. <clears throat> All I can think of is putting it up on... Well, but that's not a 4K resolution screen. Never mind. What? The, the screen we have at work. Oh. You know, one well, of the largest LED television screens. Well, not TV. One of the largest LED screens, period, in like the country. Well, you could probably put it on one of the new digital IMAX screens. Yeah. Because the new digital IMAX screens, I do believe, are 4K. Hold on, let me look. Digital IMAX resolution. (laughs) Dual projectors, each with 2K resolution. So, okay, so it's not entirely, you know, set. Um, Okay, according to IMAX, 35mm film has a digital equivalent of 6K, while 70mm, which is, you know, IMAX film, has equivalent of 18,000, but more along the lines of... Uh, 12,000. So if you're watching a, an IMAX film, you're technically watching 12K if you're watching it in film format. Okay. 35, I still love that. 35 millimeter film, 6K resolution. But at that point, then you're starting to get down to the actual film grains. And that's, eh. My big thing is the fact that every stupid IMAX like movie that comes out now has to be in 3D. Ugh. I know. No 3D. No, it's like, yes, I'd love to see this in IMAX, but not 3D. Yep. You know the trick for, for watching a 3D movie, not in 3D? You get two pairs of glasses and you put them, you take two left lenses from both. Yep, or two right lenses. Or two right lenses, either or. Yep, or you just close one eye. Yes, but that would be... Um, Pain in the ass. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> oh, man. Uh, can, oh, speaking of Star Wars, can sorry. I at least say that our thoughts and prayers are with Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher and her family. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully she, she recovers. If you have not seen the news, Carrie Fisher uh, had some heart trouble yesterday on a flight uh, and, and went into full cardiac arrest. So she is in critical care. Hopefully comes out of it well. What is Waymo? Waymo. Um, remember how there was problems with Google's car program? Yeah. Um, well, yes, the Google self-driving car division uh, was closed down because it got turned into a new company called Waymo. Okay, dang it. So it's not dead. The name's just changed. Yep. It's also not the uh, the name that I had given it. Was that just last week? Mm. Didn't I say, like, oh, I think Google's going to name it this? I don't remember. Okay. But yeah, no, that was pretty they... sick last week. <laughs> um, I don't remember a whole lot. So, yeah, they they changed their name, and they're teaming up with Chrysler. 
cool. They currently have 100 self-driving Chrysler Pacifica hybrid minivans as their fleet, which I picked this article because they actually have the picture of the minivan, what it looks like. Is it is it me or does the logo look very familiar? That W? I I don't know. It looks like a spiral. Kind of like, where'd you go? That was supposed to send the actual picture, not the link to the picture, but okay. <laughs> it does. Uh... Looks kind of like the Google Wave logo. We all know how that one went. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I feel like this one's better because they're, like I said, they've already teamed up with, with, with Fiat Chrysler. Chrysler. Like they yep. are, literally already have a hundred of these minivans already going. Yep. They are not only, you know, testing them out in, you know, um, where they say, uh, yeah, their own test track in California, but they've also been using Fiat Chrysler's proving grounds in Chelsea. Nice. And their Arizona proving grounds in Arizona. But they've said, yeah, now we've already done 200 hours of extreme weather driving. Sweet. Does so, that include snow? That's what I'm guessing. If they're if they're up in Chelsea, there there is snow for them. Yes, there is definitely in, snow in for them. <laughs> Well, not not right now. By the so way, it's actually we, we melting. Should, How's your talk. snow doing, by the way? Um, it's there because I I can see grass in some places. I cannot. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> we got another inch and a half yesterday. On top of the seven inches that we'd gotten, on top of the five inches we'd gotten. Let me put it this way: I'm really glad that I got my snow tires on. I uh, I don't have snow tires. I probably could, but meh. why don't you have snow tires? They haven't gotten around to ordering them. My 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 car uses truck tires. Ah. So they're a bit more expensive yeah. <laughs> than, you know, car tires. Okay. But, but uh, car tires are really, like, snow tires are just, uh, they are good. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. They're uh, so, so good. Yeah? Oh, okay. Carrie Fisher's dog is at the hospital now, so we're all okay. good. Okay. <laughs> Her dog is at the hospital. Yes, her dog is at the hospital. All right. That's uh that's really reassuring there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of Waymo, we actually I don't have this on here yet, but uh it turns out that so they're <coughs> collaborating with Fiat Chrysler. Yes. Um supposedly Honda is also talking with Waymo about using their stuff in Honda vehicles as well. And where's my and sign? Oh that's seven. Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> I'm, I'm posting. I'm posting the topic. That's what I was trying okay. to. Honda and Waymo. Waymo. Yep. Why Waymo? So Waymo know. is owned by Alphabet. Yes, it is now its separate company under the Alphabet umbrella. Okay. So Google Cars got kind of canned, but really that was just it graduated from a project to a company. Yes. Okay. Chrysler minivans. Yep. Chrysler minivans. And like I said, Honda has said in a statement that they're hoping to learn how Waymo's sensors and softwares can be integrated in <laughs> Honda vehicles through collaboration between both companies' engineers. Yep. So I was just thinking about like practical uses of this. At, at work right now, the campus extends a mile. Yes. Right? From, from end to end. It takes a long time to walk from one side of the campus to the other. And so we added in... Uh, shuttles that just run up and down the campus. And I was just saying, like, it, it wouldn't be too bad to turn these, like, turn those into these, but how do you get it to register when someone, like, is flagging it down? An app? Yeah. Think of, like, the, think of, like, the Uber app. Okay, so, What you if know, you don't Uber. want it to be an app? I want to just, like, walk outside and hail one of these things. Okay, um... 
you set up little taxi stand push button sort of things. Yeah, but they're outside. Okay, so you put it inside to the nearest door, and you say, yes, I'd like to hail one of these. You push the button. You wait for it to pull up, and you'd be like, okay, and then I'll walk and out, get in. then I don't get, get the awesome conversations with the drivers. You can't have it both ways. You can't have automated people. Yeah. yeah automation and people. There was even a thing. I think the White House was even talking about how we needed, like, a, a social safety net, I think is what their wording was, for, um, let's see if I can find this. Social safety net news. We need many social safety nets, but what in particular in this case? Uh, the White House says the U.S. will need a stronger social safety net to help workers displaced by robots. Yep. Yeah, they, re- they released a report today warning of <laughs> the future where artificial intelligence and robotics will take the place of human labor, which yep. we've been talking about for a while. That's happening. Yep. It's going to happen very quickly, and it's going to be very bloody. Yep. Artificial intelligence, automation, <laughs> and the economy is the name of the report. Yep. All right. Uh, Super Mario Run. Yes. What they, about it? It came out. Yes. Um, and people are on the fence about its free-to-start plan. Okay. Have you, have you played this yet or not? No, you don't, probably nope. don't have an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. Um, so Super Mario Run, it's free yep. to download. And it's free to play for the first three levels. Okay. Once you start level four, you hit a paywall. And not only do you hit a paywall, it's a $10 paywall. Oh, that's a lot. Yep. So um, there are a lot of people complaining. There are currently on the iTunes store, there are 50,000 user reviews. And according to the Forbes magazine, half of them are one-star reviews. Ow. And that's just because $10. That's what I'm guessing, yeah. So yeah, you can play the first three worlds, no problem. <laughs> All six worlds, though, ten dollars. So the half you're you're already halfway through the game. Yes, and they want ten bucks. Yep. Oh, Nintendo. Yeah, so that's what I was bringing that up. There's a lot of people are like, does Nintendo understand how this whole this literally forty billion dollar mobile industry works? No. <laughs> Is that a surprise? No. Right? Like, this is this is Nintendo. That should not come at all, at all as a surprise anywhere to anyone. So I love this. The, uh, the uh, author of this article says, I tested Super Mario Run out on my cousins who are in town to visit this weekend, ages 10 and 13. Right off the bat, when I told them that the full game was $10, they simply couldn't believe it. With hundreds of apps on their phones, they never paid $10 for even one. My 10-year-old cousin is an avid Pokemon Go player who has never spent a dime on the game because her parents haven't hooked up their credit card to it. Smart. Um, Meanwhile, my 13-year-old cousin showed me a game called Lep's World, the most blatant, terrible Mario ripoff I've ever seen. Yeah, no, $10 for the... Ugh, really? That's a lot of money. I mean, a lot of dev probably went into this, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. They'd probably, you know... If they'd put it half as much, they'd probably get tw- at least twice as many people paying for it. <clears throat> Which, granted, you know, they still have, you know, there was some ridiculous number of downloads in the first, you know, couple of days when it came out. Yeah. But still, yeah, no, $10? Uh, oof. I, I don't know about that. Um, other quick topics. Gamers Outreach Foundation. Uh, hey, is I look- know them. Yeah, they're looking for people to help out delivering go-karts across the country. Woo! 
So uh, they're, they're expecting to deploy three times as many go-karts next year as they've built for the entire program's existence. Good. So they're looking for volunteers throughout the U.S. who can assist with regional go-kart deliveries. What would happen is go-kart is manufactured and shipped from a warehouse to the hospital. Um, you add uh, the, yeah. the actual monitor, the console, and the games. Yes. Will be added by you. You know, the, the race crew volunteers will assemble the go-kart. You, and you don't that it, purchase them, to be clear. No. Like, that's provided by either the hospital or by Gamers Outreach. Yes. So you just put all the stuff together in approximately one to three hours. Once the go-kart is ready for action, volunteers will take a photo of with the go-kart. The photo will be placed on the outreach map for community reference, and then a game Gamers Outreach staff member will communicate with the race crew volunteers to ensure that the go-kart has been properly assembled. So they just they just need hands on deck in areas they around... Need people, yeah, to actually, like, deliver these. Yes. That's cute. So if you want to volunteer, the document I posted on there has a link to the volunteering application. So um, Andy, I think you, you put the wrong... No? Okay. That's interesting. I, I clicked on the link. You can submit a volunteer application by visiting this link. Yeah. And it, it just, oh, okay, no, that's just a really bad little form that doesn't make it clear that you need to click continue. Because the opening page is like, thank you for your interest. Your application will be kept on file. I'm like, wait, what application? I didn't fill it in. I never filled in the application. What the hell? It's because that's just the splash page. <coughs> so I have a feeling that, I'm, you know, since I'm so close to <laughs> Gamers Outreach Central... But they probably don't need you. Yeah. Although, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'll just I'll throw my, I'll throw my name on the list. Yeah. Who knows? If they need somebody for Kalamazoo, I'll be there. Yep. Google has said that even though you know the smartwatch industry is failing, according to many critics, they have confirmed that they are going to be launching two brand new smartwatches in the first quarter of next year. How much? Wait, what? Sorry. Google, One more time. Google? Google is going to launch. Two yeah. new smartwatches. Smart do they? Do they do? Ah, they understand that like the smartwatch thing just is not. It's not doing well, right? Do they get that? I I don't know. These aren't going to be actually uh, Google or Pixel branded though. They'll be branded okay. by the company that's manufacturing them. But one of the two is going to have the flagship Android Wear 2.0 device. Okay. And then they on this article, they list all the other uh, watches that will be upgraded to Wear 2.0 next year. Probably not mine. Which is yours? Moto 360. Are you Gen 2 or Gen 1? Gen 1. Nope. Yeah, didn't womp, think so. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. That's fine. I don't expect it to last another year. <laughs> like, they, they keep dying and breaking and cracking. <clears throat> I was going to say, my gear fit's going strong, but this is technically my third one. Right. I'm going to see what Samsung... Samsung's probably going to give you some kind of deal with their new watch, hopefully. Probably. Or with their new phone. Which might be coming out in April. God damn it. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Oh, I thought they were going to have everything set, but now they're just like... All the rumors going around say it's going to be a delayed launch, and I'm just like... Rrr. Yep. They just want a little extra time to do a little extra testing. God. <sighs> All right. What else do we have? Anything left? Uh, there might be a Sling TV coming out for cord cutters. Cool. There was what would a, that look like? There, well, uh, somebody so, found a Latin website for the Air TV player. Yeah. Um, you know, which is all about, you know, streaming stuff rather than, you know, but actual cable and satellite. Didn't we Didn't we already go through this with Arrow? Aero, no, no. This, this, is, 
this is, you know, um, well, I don't know, because the landing page is now gone, but this is uh, Sling TV, Netflix, and Over the Air all in one box that just streams it to your TV rather than actually, you know. Okay, according to their thing, it says, get the live channels you love and the shows you can't miss. Watch Sling TV on Air TV Player and enjoy live sports shows and movies with the simplicity of an app. With the Air TV player, cut the cord and keep the TV experience. You'll have a single platform for watching Sling TV, Netflix, local channels, and more. You know what, though? I have a, a device for watching Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and local channels all at once. Is it you know what phone? it's called? No, it's called my television. <laughs> oh, it's one of those smart TVs. Yeah, it, it just has Netflix. And, like Basically, it just has a browser in it. So it has YouTube, it has Netflix. I, I don't need any of this other stuff. What do I get by doing Sling TV? Is that just so that I can watch it on other devices? Well, this is this is kind of like your Roku <coughs> and your Chromecast. For those of us who don't have smart TVs. Ah, it's a way to make your TV smarter. Yes. Okay. But which is uh, kind of funny because Sling TV is owned by Dish, which is a cable company. It's like, okay, so... We'll get you one way or the other. Yep. MacBooks. Apple recently came out, like a couple months ago, came out with a a new set of MacBooks, right? With that silly touch bar. Yep, the little little stupid-ass touch bar up top. Um, Consumer Reports is not recommending them. Really? And this is the first time that Consumer Reports has not recommended a MacBook Pro. Apple is in deep shit. I don't know if they realize it yet, but I'm pretty sure they're in deep shit. Ooh. Yeah, Apple said, uh, Apple has never claimed that the laptops can get 19 hours of battery life. Wow, okay, so in a series of three consecutive tests, the 13-inch model lasted 16 hours in the first trial, 12.57 hours in the second, and just 3.75 in the third? What the hell are they doing? Between this, the 3.5 millimeter jack, and the absolutely underwhelming performance of the Apple Watch, not to mention the fact that Apple came out with the watch after Android already beat them to it. What do you think the long-term chances of success for this company are? Oh, jeez. Well, there's not really much. What what innovations are left? That's the thing there. It's like when... Well, but Andy, that's that's a stupid... Not not a stupid. That's a, that's a bad question to ask, right? What innovations are left? Well, those are only the innovations we can think of. That was the whole point of Apple, was that they were coming up with innovations that we hadn't thought of. Well, I don't know. The MP3 player <coughs> was out, but then the iPod came out and blew everything out of the water. Right. The BlackBerry was out. The smartphone, quote unquote, was out. Then the, the Apple... BlackBerry was out. Yeah, the BlackBerry was out. That was, you know, the key for the smartphone. And then all of a sudden the iPhone comes out and blows everything out of the water. Right. And in both of those cases, it was by completely changing the dynamic. Yes. It was redesigning it from the ground up with a whole new interface, with a whole new idea of what this could be and should be. Which they haven't done that recently. Everything Ever, basically everything since the iPhone has just been an upgrade. It's been corporate. It hasn't been artistic. It no. has been corporate, right? MacBook Air was was incredible. Yes, when that when he literally like pulled it out <coughs> of the the messenger envelope, the Manila envelope, you're like, oh damn, you can actually put it in a Manila envelope. All right. So they, I I think they're in trouble. I think they're in deep trouble. Tesla sent out an update. Yep, and people are pissed about it. Because yeah. it limits your speed to the actual posted speed limit. Oops. No more speeding for... that's Now, that's the autopilot, or that's yes. the... Right. When you're using auto steer, which controls, you know, what lane you're in, uh, this cap applies to only specific situations, though. Undivided roads, um, and oh, there's a couple other places as well. This article doesn't list, but... 
if you're on the divided highway, the uh, the global cap of 90 miles per hour still applies, which <laughs> you shouldn't be going it's 90 miles high. per hour. You shouldn't yeah. be going that. I think this is amusing that, that the car now enforces the speed limit. Yeah, on roads and non-divided highways, when you're using auto steer, you can only go the speed limit. And people are like, but... I used to be able to go five over, but now, no, it is... You should go the speed limit. Yep. The speed limit is there for a reason. Yes. You're using autopilot. Woe is you. Yeah. No, and there's also now they've increased the autopilot nag. So um, if you're driving, you know, over 45 miles per hour, the hold steering wheel alert shows up one minute if there are no vehicles to follow, Mm -hmm. saying like, hey, you need to put your hands back on the steering wheel. If there is a vehicle that you're following, uh, it's three minutes. Mm. So you have to put your hands back on the wheel every three minutes, which is more than what it used to be. And that's just say, like, we want to make sure you're still paying attention? Yes. Okay. If you ignore three alerts within an hour, the auto steer feature will be disabled for the remainder of the drive. Which means oh. you'll have to put the car on in park before you're able to enable it again. That's mean. <clears throat> So here's an interesting concept since it, the, is the steering on a Tesla mechanical or electric? Oh, it's electric. It's all drive by wire. So could I order a Tesla with a second steering wheel? Could you order? You know how, how in planes they have like two. Yeah, the, the pilot for and large the commercial planes. Yeah. Right. Could we could we just do that for cars? Um, yes. Want to know why? Mail delivery, rural mail delivery. There are adapters that you can purchase that people have built to transfer the steering wheel gas and brake to the other side of the car. That's awesome. But yeah, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? You're on a road trip and it's like, hey, take the wheel. Oh yeah. No, there was, uh, <laughs> I was talking with one of the, cause I saw one of the ladies, uh, that I had worked with when I was delivering mail. And I looked at her setup, and she's, yeah, it's got two steering wheels, two brake pedals, two gas pedals, one on each side. Yep. And so there were some times when they were taking long-distance car trips with that, that they would just literally just, like, switch off driving. <laughs> yeah. Without even, you know, one person Without stopping, driving. Yeah. without getting out, without yeah. just, hey, take the wheel. Yeah, take the wheel. I'm going to go take <clears throat> a nap. Right. And so it just... So they, that sounds incredible to me. They do exist. Granted, you know, then your your you know, if your passenger version has got a steering wheel in front of them the entire time. Oh, that's such a terrible thing. Yeah, but no, they they do exist. People have done that, and it was the mail carriers that do that because the actual mail cars are built to drive on the right. Are you looking that up right now? Is that what you're doing? Nope. Oh, okay. Because uh, we should probably hit the randoms, because I think okay. we've done most of the topics, right? Yeah, there's a thing in here about Turkey cutting off access to Tor. Oh, boo-hoo. Well, actually, well... Not, not boo-hoo. Like, that's no. actually pretty serious. Yeah, no, that's it, actually... Yeah, that actually is pretty serious in Turkey. It's, it's, yeah. <clears throat> there's not much else to say about it besides Turkey has cut off access to Tor. Random review. So, it is your week, Dave? Uh, a few weeks ago, Andy and I, live on the show... <laughs> <laughs> added a new extension to our Chrome browsers called the yes. Disable HTML5 Autoplay. And I, I thought it would be worth going over and saying, like, is it working? And have we, you know, how, how successful has it been? So, Andy, how successful has it been for you? Uh, it's been actually overly successful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you had that problem. Yes, there were a couple of, uh, it seems, all of our web streams for our radio stations are all HTML5 <laughs> based. Yep. So um, I had to disable it for Sometimes all of... it's a little aggressive. Yeah, I had to disable it for all of our web pages for our station 
because I couldn't listen to the web stream because it was blocking it. Yeah. Uh, YouTube? Uh, YouTube has been actually okay because... I have another one for YouTube as well that also preloads the videos. It, it, mine was causing issues with YouTube when I would like full screen a uh, video. No, mine, because I've got one that tells it to YouTube to automatically preload as much as possible. So it's like, okay, it's, you know. So you're competing add-ons. Yeah, I've got competing add-ons. One that starts to preload everything, but then the autoplay doesn't actually autoplay it. So it's like, okay, yeah. now I can actually play the thing. Uh, I see. So mine for, for YouTube, it just kind of stopped autoplay because that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, also, and this one was surprising, uh, when I was watching, not watching, I was, I was on Hangouts and doing a video call with someone, the video wouldn't update. Really? Unless I like moused over the video and clicked on it, in which case I'd get one new frame. And it's because they were using HTML5 and this thing was stopping the video from playing. I'm sorry. So it, it is effective and in some cases far too effective. But... With very little effort, you can actually start making changes to it. And you can uh, add on whitelist sites and say, you know what, just let things from this place play. Yes, that's what I did. I I actually found out where the actual um, HTML5 web streamer was playing because it's all from one central server. Mm -hmm. So I found that server's uh, web address and put that one in there. whitelisted that. Yeah, just whitelisted that. Everything else was working fine. Yep. I have had a few videos slip through through it and i'm guessing they're flash based instead of html5 which hopefully people are starting to you know move away away from yep so all in all i think this is going to be a core piece of my my chrome installs from now on it does take a little configuration it does take a a knowledge of a few websites that you're going to want to have autoplay but Mm -hmm. this is this is pretty effective yeah no this is yeah no it's it's i like it it's nice it's a good quality of life plugin. All right, that's the review. Y- yeah, sorry, no, I was. Uh, Tigers have re-signed Alex Avila again. <laughs> okay. Well, they just—he just got signed by the Chicago White Sox last year for one year, and now he's got signed by the Tigers again for one year. Mm. Uh, he is also my Tiger, so now I have to figure out if I want to keep my current Tiger or go back to my old Tiger. You have a tiger? Yes, that's... that's Who's your tiger? That was part of their campaign for the past couple of years. Ah. So it's like, which which tiger, you know, player do you really root for? I see. And I rooted for Alex Avila, and now he's he was gone, so now I had to pick a new one. But now but my now new one back. and my old one are both playing on the team. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I know. Too many choices. Woe is you. I know. But yeah, no, I'm loving this autoplay thing there. I... <laughs> There's on some of the studio computers. I install some uh, some plugins without telling people, mm-hmm. just because you know, too many times I get a call from somebody getting some malware pop up, and I'm just like, you know, I don't want them to touch anything because heaven forbid they accidentally click the wrong thing and download something. Right. Um, so yeah, I've just installed a couple of blockers on there, and I'm thinking I'm going to install this one on there. Just like you said, this is going to be part of that core group of extensions you add every time you put a new install up and running. But it's it's good. I like it. Right. So random review. Random review. No, we uh, did. Yeah. Random, random topic. Top. Rolled ahead of time. Would you buy a toupee if you went bald? Not sure this is an if. You're thinking you're going to go bald? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Is your I'm just trying to think. I was looking at your dad during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, bald or, like, bald. <coughs> my dad's hair is certainly thinned out quite a yes, bit. Yes, no, my dad also has thinned out, but he is also not bald. Right. Uh, I don't think I would. Grandpa Lowe was not bald. 
Well, the question isn't, are you going bald? The question is, if you go bald, will you get a toupee? If I go bald, will I get a toupee? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to either. <laughs> Kate says that if I got a toupee, she would burn it. Okay. Hopefully not while it's on my head. Flambe toupee. If I had to take drastic measures, I will. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm going with no. It's an easy yeah, no. random topic. No, yeah, I, I'm going to say no. I'm just if it starts to go, I'm just going to I'm going to pull a Bruce Willis and just buzz it all. All right, I'm going to hold you to that. All right. <coughs> all right. Well, happy Christmas, Andy. Happy Christmas, Dave. Well, happy Hanukkah, Dave. Since Thank you. you know, yeah. Since it's also tonight. Yep. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>